Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Building Three Pillars. And I'm your host, John Waters. All right, so I really do appreciate you guys taking the time out to tune into this video. And again, yes, I did say video. This will be video number two of our uh, Motivation Monday series. I um, hope you guys had an awesome weekend. I hope you're able to capitalize on some of this good weather before the winter really starts heavy hitting out here. Um, yeah, on my end, it was a great time, great weekend, great time to be alive. Did the usual homework and service my clients. And yeah, that's that. All right, so we're going to go ahead and kick this thing. Today's topic is going to be start now. All right. So originally, the name of this is going to be mid-flight adjustment. So both of those topics are going to apply. They'll be really intertwined. And yeah, let's go ahead and start. All right. So today's quote comes from Zig Ziglar. He says, sometimes adversity is what you need to face in order to become successful. And as usual, I'll start this off with my own two cents and a question. The people we admire the most aren't those who had easy lives. It's usually the people who won while facing impossible odds. When is the last time you recognized your progress? All right, so start now. Um, I know that at least in the personal training world, I have personally had the opportunity to come across a lot of people. And it's not uncommon for me to be out and about and, uh, you know, just intermingling, talking to people, getting to know who they are and what they do. And the conversation usually drifts to what it is I do. And I know it's bad business practice, but I don't always bring business cards. I don't always go out with the intent of trying to sell a service to anyone. I just like being around people. And um, usually, though, when the conversation drifts towards me, it's almost inevitable that the person mentions to me what they've done in their lifetime, which is great. They also mentioned to me if they're not currently in shape that they would like to get in shape. And I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> uh, so what are the problems? What are the things that are preventing you? And they go ahead and they tell me about their lives and what it is they do and how it fits into the reasoning as far as why they can't you know, pursue a healthier lifestyle right now. And then I go ahead and I continue to tell them the things that I pretty much say on here you know, about making the time, uh, different ideas and different scenarios where they could apply some new techniques to their time management to potentially open up some space in their schedule. And once we establish that and we get past that idea, they usually tell me that, all right, that sounds great. I'm gonna come see you when? And I'm like, all right, well, when are you gonna come see me? And it's usually followed by once I get a little thinner, once I get in better shape, once I lose some weight, you know, something along those lines. And if those were, you know, attached to the other reasons once I have babysitter or once my transportation's, you know, more in gear or something like that, I will leave it right here. But most of the time it stops with those other statements. The parts about, you know, once I get in shape and once I do this and once I do that. And what I hear them saying pretty much is that they're waiting for some kind of perfect opportunity to do this thing. And not just that, but once you're actually in shape, why would you come see me? And so people are really just looking for the perfect plan. At least that's what I tell myself. And the reason I speak so passionately about this part is because I am also guilty of this. Um, short story, uh, I had the opportunity earlier in my career, not necessarily in training, but when I was doing another job, to be a part to another team and to actually be a part of a team that by some was considered to be better than the team I was currently on as far as uh, what they actually did in their uh, job performance. But me being 18, 19 at the time, I didn't see that as a step up. All right. So I just really 
been considered for the position that I was holding where I was at. And I just did not want to leave it. I did not want to give it up. And so um, because I qualified as far as what the requirements were, they sent me to screening for this uh, other job. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. This is the only time in my life that I did not do my best at something. I just said, forget it. You know, I don't want to do this. I went there with a buddy and you know how young guys are. We're like, yeah, bro, we're going to do this together. We're both just going to say F this and fail. Well, he did not do that. <laughs> he got there and he kept trucking. He kept doing his thing. I, on the other hand, stayed faithful to the original plan. I just did not want to do this. All right. So fast forward into the situation and the, uh, supervising uh, manager, you know, he comes and he's like, hey, I need to talk to you. I'm like, okay, awesome. So I go talk to him and he's pulling up my history versus what my current performance papers are saying. And he's pretty much telling me that these things don't line up. He's like, so I see what you've done. I see what you just did. And, you know, what the heck? And I'm like, well, uh, can I be honest? And he's like, yes, please do. Now, understand, this is a different job. It didn't necessarily take place this way, but this is what it translated into. And so um, I ended up telling him that, you know, that I just told you guys, I just got where I was. I just attained the goal I was looking for. I just got promoted and I just didn't want to give it up. And so also ended up using the words comfort. And that was his green light to drop a heavy message on me that at the time went in one ear and out the other. Like I said, I was 18, 19. And you just couldn't tell me anything I didn't want to hear. And so he pretty much told me that, you know, my desire to be comfortable would be the thing that kept me stagnant. It would be the thing that limited my career. Now, hindsight, I have no idea if he was correct about that particular situation because life happened. Um, there were a whole lot of things that happened after that that I can't really say had I joined that particular cause would have furthered my career or would have sped up the process of me getting out. I can't tell you guys that. I really don't know. But what I can tell you is from my experience that being comfortable can be a dream killer. All right. So uh, earlier, after I got out of this particular job, I went and worked somewhere else. And um, I brought my high energy there. You know, I'm always the guy that's trying to look for opportunities. And in my mind, everyone else is too. And so I get here and I'm like, hey, man, you know, what are you doing here? How long have you been here? What is your exit plan? And there are a lot of great people here. And they're all like, yeah, man, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. We have this kind of idea to do this, that, and the other. And I'm like, oh, sweet. Well, time passes. And <laughs> I cannot point any fingers because I am still here too. Uh, but every day I'm just like, damn, man, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. That's all I know. I can't really tell you guys how I'm leaving. The perfect plan had not been designed yet. I just knew I wanted to leave. And I knew I did not want to allow myself to get comfortable. All right. So if you're hearing this, I don't want you to take the idea that I'm saying that if you're happy where you are, that you need to change something about what you're doing. However, I am saying that if you're looking to do something different with your life, and you're not as happy with yourself and your current position as you would like to be, then it's time to make an adjustment. And it's okay to do that now. All right, so start now. Let's keep going. So comfort and stagnation. Uh, yeah, so I get to this place and there are people who have been here, I feel like, since the place opened. You know, and I guarantee they didn't come here with that in mind. Some of them did, you know, because they probably grew up in a different time frame where job stability and doing this particular line of work is something that, you know, would get you where you want to go and pay you well along the way. Well, times are kind of changing. And I feel like the things that were good for, you know, the people coming in during that time frame aren't necessarily great for the people now. 
And maybe I can't speak for everyone when I say that, but I know for me, it was not great for me. I knew I wanted to do something different. I just needed a push. You know, I just needed the opportunity to arise and for me to actually be bold enough to step in and to realize it's not going to be a perfect plan. There's always going to be something popping up. And so, again, I ask you guys, what excuses are, let's use some different words, what plans are you waiting for it to unfold before you, before you realize the time is now to take action on the things you want? Because time is very fleeting. And you're going to look back. I hope you don't look back, but it's a very high possibility you look back and realize that, dang, I wasted my time. I, I should have taken action. Um, and then let's go ahead and say you do start on this road, you know, and you do go ahead and start making a plan. You decide, you know what, today's the day. I'm going to freaking take my first step in the gym. I'm going to go talk to my boss about that promotion. I'm going to go, you know, uh, open that email that I've been avoiding and face my fears, face my future, potentially. Um, what happens when you actually start doing these things and then you realize that, you know, I can do this. You know, I can take those steps to change my life. I'm going to the gym every day now. I decided I can eat at least one healthy meal a day because it only takes one new thing to start making a change, you know. But then we all inevitably hit that part of life where we have a stumble. We trip over something. We we skip a meal. We skip a workout. You know, time escapes us. Something about the perfect plan or the plan that we now recognize doesn't have to be perfect, just needs to be actionable, falls apart on this one particular day. And uh, it's very common when we talk about dieting for people to, you know, have a bad day necessarily. They, they just, they aren't able to stick to their plan. And so they have to pick up fast food, you know, because they'd rather eat, you know, than starve, you know, and life is hard sometimes like that. Sometimes you put in a position where no matter how much planning you did, there were just some things you couldn't take into account. And now you have to do what you have to do. And it happens that way. The thing is, we have to remember that that's okay. Um, when you're still making that adjustment and you're you're just beginning, it's going to take some uh, hard lessons before you realize what you need to be doing in order to reach where you want to go a little bit more successfully. Um, don't let the bad days deter you. Uh, starting now, starting now is you have to give yourself permission to fail. You have to give yourself permission to make mistakes because it's going to happen, and you have to be you know aware enough to realize that hey. Not every workout is going to be a killer. You know, I, not every day I'm going to hit, the, you know, my weighted calorie goal like, like, you know, like <laughs> as, as often as I would like. And, you know, it may not be as head on as I would like. And that's OK. Um, bad days happen. The thing is, you got to pick yourself up and keep it moving. All right. And you have to learn how to adjust on the fly. So what happens when your perfect plan starts to unravel and you realize that, you're not going to be able to do what it is you set out to do. Or maybe the incident has already occurred and it derailed you completely. Well, you just have to change. You just have to adjust adjust on the move. You have to uh, keep your eyes on the goal and just step aside. You have to weave. You have to, you know, whatever your favorite reference point is to whatever sport you watch, you got to make that adjustment right then on the line. You got to be able to see what's happening and adjust appropriately. Um, that's how you're going to succeed. That's how you're going to get where you want to go. Um, being gentle with yourself along the way and realizing that it is a process, realizing that bad things sometimes happen. <laughs> no matter what your intentions are, you're going to hit that rough patch. And hitting that rough patch is okay. It just means you're doing something new. And that's what we need to be striving for. All right, so we'll go ahead and end this podcast today with a little something that I wrote for you guys. Not quite as long and lengthy as the last couple things I've written. But uh, years from now, 
when you're retelling your story to your friends, kids, or family, there's going to come a part in the story where you take a massive breath before you continue. The words that follow will bring tears to your eyes, no matter what they are. You'll either shed tears of joy and tell a story of pursuit and passion, or you'll shed the tears of a person who never took their shot, and because of that only knows pain and regret. What will it be? All right, so that's going to be our ending thoughts for today. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Please let me know what you thought about today's show. Um, if you want to follow me on Facebook, the name is John Waters with the tagline of Unlock Your Greatness. If you would like to follow the podcast or Three Pillars itself, you can follow us on Facebook there. Um, it's Three Pillars Fitness LLC. If you'd like to follow the business on Instagram, it's just Three Pillars. All right. You guys have a great day. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great week and keep pushing. Greatness awaits.